0: This is Savage Fincast, episode 43, Dimension X Double Feature.
1: Chicago. A criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in his terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then, a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have... The Dragon.
0: This is the Savage Fincast broadcasting live to you from Dimension X. (laughs) i'm so putting that in the uh, actual show this is uh for the first time in a long time your savage fancast host raven perez
1: and this is nick justice joining raven
0: perez i have to uh give a big shout out to my homies jim purcell craig olson much apologies they are not going to be joining us they are both I escape from Dimension X. I'm pretty sure they've been sucked into a savage world scenario, Ooh. where yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure they killed a kid, and then <laughs> next thing they know, yeah, Taco Bell is KFC
1: and prison sex.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the rough loving in this one. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be like all male bitch planet. Uh. I want to be the one to do that. Bring equality to comics, finally um no we got an awesome this is gonna be a very interesting show nick we're gonna yes sir we're gonna do a very special kind of a fincast which is an extremely appropriate for this arc kind of a scenario i just got back from dimension x what a treat we have a two issue two issue fincast two issue story arc combo fincast yes an all dimension x episode issues 207 and 208 more bang for your buck i mean i don't know how much you frequent the ladies of the night nick but i like bang for my buck
1: ladies of the night (laughs) are you dracula i am now (laughs) it's october what 29th yeah oh yeah we're all over it yeah, it's almost it's almost Halloween. Almost at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's almost Christmas. Uh,
0: in retail, in retail, it's almost <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, they uh they they threw the Halloween candy right in the old uh, Christmas stocking and just kept on rolling. <laughs> they didn't care. So I think that we should begin by uh, doing some Eric Larson news. Uh, would you like to share with us the exciting, the most exciting news article? I'm I'm stoked. Yes, sir. You get the privilege.
1: All right. First up, we have some Spawn news. Mm. Uh, Starting with issue 258 of Spawn, Eric and Todd McFarlane are collaborating, starting with the uh, Satan War saga. It's uh, slated to run roughly four or five issues, Eric has stated. Um, The cooperative run will continue for an undetermined amount of issues beyond that arc. Previews of the work have been showing up on him... Uh, that's Eric and Todd's uh, Twitter and Facebook feeds. So check their uh, feeds out on Facebook and Twitter for some preview art. They've uh, posted some pencils. Eric has posted pencils, inks. Uh, and today, uh, later on in the day, I actually saw a preview color page, which was just popping.
0: I love it. Everything yeah. I've seen so far. This is looks This looks really exciting. Yes. Uh, we might have to do the Savage Spawn cast. Ooh. It won't be long, yeah.
1: That, uh I just saw two issue two fifty-seven of spawn on the shelves today, so I mean Eric is gonna be pumping out Spawn and Savage Dragon simultaneously.
0: Listen, this is a man. This is a human dynamo. Some some even question his humanity.
1: But he must not sleep a lot. He he I don't know what he does to get as much done as he does. You've
0: seen but, how he draws with his hands. I can only assume he has similar foot technique, like simultaneous. <laughs> like a dual drawing, but it, I mean, like to do two books, but I mean for, you know, he's always been a speed machine like this yeah. two Oh seven and two Oh eight. We're doing this combo fincast because the man can re- produce yeah. two full issues of comics in the time it takes us to do one recording. So <laughs>
1: it's like question. Like how does he, like how do the colorists like, uh, you know, Nikos and Mike Torres, the flat artist? It's got to be pure hell. It's- and, you know, Chris uh, is lettering it again. He's been lettering Savage Dragon for quite some time. so And they do other stuff, I'm sure. So
0: No, they don't get to. They don't get to. Just, <laughs> I, mean, I can't imagine there's a lot of, like I said, like, they're just constantly. These issues just came out, like, back to back. And he's working on Spawn. And he went to that convention in New York and it's just like, what the hell? Like, what is yeah. even going on? And I really like the isu- the look on uh, Spawn's artwork, um, what he's doing. I actually backed up, because the minute that I uh, was like, what, Eric on Spawn? Everybody's like, didn't you read 199? No. So I jumped back. I, <laughs> I didn't read it. It was completely off my radar. Really? You missed it entirely? I missed 199. I just haven't read Spawn since the 90s. Are you a Spawn man? Uh,
1: not since... I'm not sure. sure when uh McFarlane like left the regular art chores. I just stopped following it.
0: No one messes with my homie John Leguizamo, right? <laughs> you just don't do it. You don't do it, Spawn. I'm sorry, you messed up. So yeah, I had one ninety nine. I did pick
1: that up just because you know Eric was on art so it's it's a
0: lot different um 199 was a collaboration where it's funny because like you could see eric's influence but todd still really brought like yeah or mcfarland inks and there were pages that didn't look like uh Mm -hmm. larson helped at all but then the stuff that we've been seeing for the um savage or savage satan wars what the fuck for this (laughs) for the satan wars saga (laughs) 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 the stuff we've been seeing is very larson and it's amazing how minimal todd is actually doing his stuff over top of it like it's really like and it's got a great look
1: i think eric said though in some uh post i've read though that that's subject subject to change like you never know like um he might ink a few panels here and there and todd might like take inks and like run away with it you know you never know what you're going to get so
0: the collaboration is worth mentioning it seems really interesting the way that they're doing this because uh they're kind of doing sort of a mar- uh, you know the marvel method yeah where they basically just you know their pitch hint like loose loose goosey mm-hmm. ideas and the other guy will go crazy and then yeah yeah it sounds really interesting i think it's going to make for a awesome dynamic kind of a thing I mean, hell, what can I say? I'm excited for Spawn for the first time since he dissed my homie Leguizamo.
1: Who did, exactly? I mean...
0: Spawn. He's oh, okay. You know okay. Leguizamo was Violator in the movie, right? Right, right, yeah. Just can't mess with the pest. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it, man. So, he's gonna... So in a
1: way, this like makes up for the fact, for me personally, that Image United never saw completion this is like
0: i agree i like i like to see these founding fathers uh well you know hey i mean let's just be straight these are the two active founding fathers right so it's uh like both their books are going and it's they like have no problem they've never had a problem with productivity right so it's awesome to see them out there like i wish it would like Awaken the other guy, the other seven. Awaken the seven. Get them going. Bring them in. Has the Kirkman finished the script yet? We don't need. To. We can move forward. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm excited to see the collaboration for the exact same reason. I like to see these dudes like uh, working their uh, comic magic together. It's cool it, and uh, it's nice. And I think the look is awesome. It's interesting. Like, I guess uh, Eric's doing like pencils, but then like McFarland's doing digital inks over top of it. So yeah. it's really awesome. It's a crazy meeting of the worlds. like, and
1: it would like give an opportunity to a lot of like uh fanboys in my age bracket that grew up on their books. Like, you know, they were both on amazing Spider-Man and mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Like if they haven't, you know, collected dragon or spawn or whatever, if they get wind of this, like, Hey, these guys are working on something together again. It you is. Know, it, it gives that curiosity to bring people into a shop. And,
0: you know, it's been 22 years since image was formed. And if you think about everything that has changed in 22 years, I mean, there are a wave an entire like generations of Thanks to the movies, fans that have no idea the, yeah. um, the impact that these two car- uh, creators left on Spider-Man. I mean, that's huge. Yeah, You know, Venom, everyone knows Venom. Everyone, you know, Spider-Man, the whole like, I don't know. It's really, it's exciting. It's awesome. And I also think I have been a, ashamed to say I've been a spawn snob in the past. But I've chilled out big time on that because there's no need to really hate on the book just because it's not my thing so i've never been into the whole like hell warrior thing or whatever but that's just my preference like i don't really like dig on that but it's still like ultra commendable like he's got this book he's been working on it all these years like as much as savage dragon like i don't know it's it's cool i i I really am like uh hoping that fans of like Savage Dragon and fans of Spawn can kind of like unite and like sort of get more into each other's like books. Cause really there's not a ton of crossover there. I mean, to me, I mean, whenever, whenever it came up on the forums, people weren't like, Oh, I was reading Spawn anyway. So this is extra awesome. Like everybody was like, Oh, Spawn, huh? Okay, cool. I'll get that. So it seemed to me the impression I got anyway was that this is going to be a chance for there to be, you know, good crossover between Spawn and Savage Dragon fans, too. On top of that. Here's my John Leguizamo uh, impression from the movie. Uh-oh. I dubbed the Spawn. There you go. It's pretty good, actually. Pretty good clown. You know, a lot of people don't realize he ate maggots for that role. Yeah, actual. He did it because I forget what it was, but somebody ate something really gross somebody he admired ate something super gross for a role and and he was like they asked him, like so is that why you ate maggots he's like yeah i figured i could be you know win an award but i guess not (laughs) (laughs) it's okay it's all good
1: that's an everyday occurrence in the life of uh raven perez
0: (laughs) eating maggots what can i say you know (laughs) delicious and in the end they eat us i figure i might as well get my kicks in while i can come on protein come on protein shall we uh jot along I'll, i'll grab up this other article yeah nowhere near as much talking to be had nevertheless still a cool bit of information savage dragon archives volume five confirmed to be finished should be printed and available in the near future so that's sweet Yes, I dig these so much, and I don't know why. I think it's
1: because a lot of people don't, but me being an artist, like, and I do things old school traditionally, like uh, the Bristol board with ink and brushes and pens. Yeah. I love seeing the artwork printed in that naked black and white form. Absolutely. You you got them in these, like, phone book size volumes.
0: Absolutely. I I think that... uh, It's one of those things that, uh, me and Jim like to fight about it, but he's a, he's a digital man. I'm a print guy, but like, I'm like you, you know, I'm a comic guy, like artist. And like the cool thing about a comic is like, it's like you're doing the drawing and then it's like a drawing ends up in people's hands. Like it's a super direct, like translation. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, in a video game, like somebody might animate, something and then like you know the player might like barely appreciate that or perceive it. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, I mean, I drew something, you're you're practically holding my drawing in your hand when it's printed, and then the archives make it even more of a direct thing. I don't know. It's awesome. I'm down with it.
1: And they're on newsprint and I just love to huff newsprint comics. (laughs) I'll go into a comic shop and like go through back issues and huff and they just laugh at me and
0: they go pants up justice.
1: Yeah, you're not getting high on our watch.
0: You feel free to smell that. You just keep your goddamn pants on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want... This ain't prison sex. I didn't come in with pants, so hey. <laughs> so there. Uh, people, this might be... I think we're going to set a Fincast record for mention, mentions of prison sex.
1: <laughs> um. So- I like the the song by Tool. If anyone wants to check that out, if they've never heard the song "Prison Sex" by Tool,
0: oh man, <laughs> no, we're we're already we're already filling ears with enough debauchery. Yeah, it's good. Check it out. I uh, let me see here. Maybe we're tracking it right along. Uh, interesting conversation segment. Now I want to throw a real quick uh, addendum to this. Uh, I apologize for anybody that has sent us Finteresting conversation topics. Um, We are doing sort of a special situation here where we're picking up and taking care of things uh, in Craig's absence, uh, Craig and Jim's absence. So normally your fan mail and your Finteresting topics would be here and you would get a chance to, uh, as a listener, send us your topics and you would get a chance to uh, be enrolled in the uh, T-shirt contest. Listeners whose, mm-hmm. yeah, whose conversation topic is chosen, they get the uh, T-shirt I designed, which I finally, proud to say, did get them fulfilled. So everybody's got their shirts. I told you they would be ultra limited. Uh, there are only sexy five in the world. What? That's it? That's it. And there have been more issues of Savage Dragon than five, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles, baby. So <laughs> there's uh, only five out and the 2015 design uh, will be retired at the end of this year. And then we're going to make a 2016 design we- and just keep it, keep it going. But uh, yeah, you will never, this it will not be sold and you can only win it through here. So please send us your interesting uh, conversation topics and your fan mail. We appreciate both greatly. Um, having said that, you know, uh, we got a pretty sweet, f- interesting conversation topic provided by my man, Justice is Blind. Yes. You want to you want to I- I'll ask it because I know you got a good one.
1: Uh, I just want to say before you ask me oh. that I, I saw the shirt. Oh, OK. On, on the Facebooks and it is sexy.
0: <laughs> That's just will pose magic, baby.
1: It wasn't just him. It was the, the black shirt with the, the artwork on the front and the back with the sweet white halo around the art and, and just the way you draw the characters, the way you drew Dragon and uh, Dart, I believe.
0: hmm
1: Shark. Shark, okay. She's
0: in her shark form. <laughs> okay, okay. Got you. But yeah, uh, Thank you. I appreciate that. I was like, man... <laughs> get one of those got yeah. to hey you got look, look we got November and December so there's two more possible casts to jump in on so that's why I'm saying get in there you never know and now I'm going to do a little uh, not like my art some big amazing prize but uh, also as an addition everybody that wins I do a drawing randomly and send the art to the winner so there's that little extra thing too so cool. we try to do everything we can to make a special you are favorite people in the world fincast listeners
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so i know i know a little bit of a preemptive knowledge here but uh nick has an awesome answer for this their interesting topic is if you could see eric tackle an existing ip outside of savage dragon what would it be and why nick well
1: i always dig um, the gods when when Eric draws his god characters mm-hmm. in the Savage Dragon, and being a long time Masters of the Universe fan since I was, you know, wee high. <laughs> um, and, and I just got the uh, collected edition of the Masters of the Universe mini comics collection by Dark Horse. They just put that out this past week. Okay, it's like it's, it's like. It's like a Bible. It's so
0: thick <laughs> and
1: big and heavy. You can hit somebody with it. <laughs> and I'm looking at this, and it has old comics uh, drawn by Bruce Timm, um, Mark Teixeira, uh, and a, a slew of others. There's some Robert Kirkman writing of old his old stories in
0: there. I always forget that that was a thing.
1: Yeah. So I mean, and. I lo- like I said, I love the way Eric does his versions of, you know, the gods, his Thor and mm-hmm. Eric and everything. So I'm like, I want to see Eric go out. And if he had to do an existing property outside of Dragon Masters of the Universe, sci
0: fi superhero God mashup. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. And it is it is one of those things that I think translates really well because it's just everybody's all like brudicus maximus in, yes. in he man
1: <laughs> yes and of
0: course the babes are all foxy yeah the the, the naked flesh and the, <laughs> the costumes and the fur all the freaks like that's a thing yeah. like skunk or and all that modulac yeah. merman and beast man and just
1: he could just go crazy with that stuff
0: i think you know? i think when you said that we did a little like pre, like, what are we going to do? And Nick like spilled the beans before the show. When you said that, I was like, Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It was,
1: the, um, one of those oversized comics. Eric had a hand in, uh, a while back. Kung fu Bible stories. Before that, it was Ooh. either like, uh, one of those oversized things. It, it was before Next that issue though. project. One of those. Yes. Okay. And it was, uh, the like Kazar barbarian type character on the cover. Okay. That Eric drew the cover and I think he may have drawn that segment in the in the comic as well. Okay. I it, you know, it escapes me now because it's been years ago.
0: It's all good. But,
1: but the dude was wearing fur trunks and he had blonde hair.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean it's such a logical like progression I think and it's uh I don't know. I think it would be good. And, and you know, as a one off. It'd just be fun. Yeah, that's all I ask is just a one off.
1: And but I know Eric probably has no idea who these characters are and could give a rip.
0: He, <laughs> probably I'm, I'm positive. Been... No interest. But you know what? It'd still be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It, it, I think you made a really good call. Like my 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 answer feels stupid by comparison, because like I was just like, oh, shit. Good job, jerk! You got it perfect. <laughs> way to get it. Way to get it perfect, you weenie. <laughs> but uh, no, it is a match made in heaven. Uh, I, again, you know we're not we're not we're not trying to say oh what he should do. No, no, this is just a total fantasy scenario. Like what would be awesome mm-hmm. is I uh, get yeah, I think that would be that would be sweet. I mean, I've had weird
1: dreams where like I'm a kid in a store again, and I, I I'm at a spinner rack, and I see these comics that don't exist type of thing like ooh this is cool and i pick it
0: up and look at it then i wake up and i'm like that doesn't exist in the real world you know what you got to do man <laughs> it'd be different if you weren't talented but i'm sorry now i got to say it you got you got to make them
1: yeah that's a pretty cool idea
0: it's up to you jack it's up to you it's
1: like when you have a weird nightmare or something and you wake up and you wish you had a pad and paper to write it down
0: i just usually scrawl it in my in my own <laughs> blood on the wall <laughs> If it's been, a, if it's a good enough nightmare, there should be plenty of blood just laying around. No. <laughs> uh, Sorry, was, so uh, dumb. Was, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was going to lead into prison sex and me saying something about that, but I'm going to. I'm gonna...
0: <laughs> Never hold back on the prison sex. Oh, God. Never, never, hold, never hold back. Uh, my answer is dumb, but I have a kind of special logic to it. I would love to see him do a Popeye one-off. Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) Like where he's like ghosting as best as he can. What Popeye is drawn like by artists. I would much rather that he just do his Eric Larson thing in the, in the Popeye universe. (laughs) And I know that sounds funny, but think about it. I just want you to really think about it. Think about like hamburgers.
1: Yeah, I can totally see
0: it. Like the brawling yeah the like you know you can do make make olive oil sexy you know why not right have her (laughs) look like smasher or something oh man (laughs) but you know it just even like you know i just think like the workman sensibility of like dragon just carry over very well to the old (laughs) sailor man (laughs) Yeah, it
1: would would be cool i can (laughs) see that
0: break up (laughs) a (laughs) doom Whoa! <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Man, yeah, I would definitely buy that.
0: I would, I would read, I would read an issue. I would no, nay, I say cherish an issue. Oh yeah, of Savage Dragon of uh, Savage Dragon flavored Popeye.
1: <laughs> that is that's one of those things in that that uh, dream spinner rack. <laughs> yeah, you know things that just so that's even more out there than masses of the universe.
0: I know it's crazy. I know it's, it's I know it's a good crazy, but I, I just see like the way he honest. renders, he renders a good cheeseburger. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and I know you're going to laugh, but when I thought, I thought, huh, he's real good at fights and cheeseburgers. Popeye. <laughs> and forearms and forearms, <laughs> Massive forearms. Yeah. Can't you just see a giant fist like Popeye yeah. fist? Oh man. Double page spread of like Popeye smashing Bluto through some like Structure. So that is my challenge to whoever
1: listens to this podcast: um, to actually ask Eric at a convention, the next convention they see him at, to draw a Popeye for them.
0: The man loves money, you know. I mean, who doesn't? That would be so
1: cool. I would laugh my ass off to see an Eric Popeye commission.
0: It'd be golden. I think it. I, don't, I think it'd be good. Yeah, it's my little contribution to the uh, to the question. If I uh, done, then
1: somebody else has to get it done.
0: Yeah, there's enough. I think you know, if if they can kickstart uh, whale stapler, then yeah. then surely we can work together and make this happen. <laughs> if you don't know what whale stapler is, Google that bad boy on Kickstarter. Holy crap! But I'm just saying, we live in a world of magic where anything can happen. Moving along, um, <laughs> <laughs> we have. Uh, A kind of an interesting approach to fan mail, since I personally don't have any of our fan mail here. We have an interesting sort of a twist on fan mail, a a justice theme twist.
1: Cool. Um, I think I've had letters randomly here and there since uh, issue 111 or 112 printed in uh, Fanatics. Mm hmm. And every now and then I miss an issue, and then and then a letter will be printed that I totally forgot I wrote. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wrote that? Oh my God. And uh, it happens to be the case with the latest issue that just came out this week, issue 208. Um, here's my fan letter.
0: <laughs> and this kind of a, all right, I was like, when, when Nick pitches, I was like, this is kind of a fun idea. What <laughs> the hell? Let's do it.
1: Hey, Eric. First of all, it was fin freaking tastic to get two new issues of Savage Dragon in a month. Wasn't expecting that, but I'll always take as many helpings as I can get. Really cool storytelling technique used with the page panel layouts of 205. I feel for Angel. I can totally relate. I also admit I used to be a fan of not be a fan of Maxine, but as time's gone on, she's totally grown on me. You've really fleshed her out over the past few issues, and I've always and it's always fun to read her conversations with Malcolm. They really complement one another. Also really looking forward to where you're going with the bunches of dragon babies. <laughs> you're packing a lot of character development and dialogue in these issues, and I appreciate it. I like 206 even more. Two nice fights. Mm-hmm. What I really dig is Rex asking Malcolm to return to Dimension X to apprehend Glum. That is going to be so cool. I always like the weirdness of such issues. Very cool mission for Malcolm and Angel to take on before he starts to focus on police work after high school graduation. Here's to seeing Battle Dragon soon. Malcolm's fight fight dialogue is cracking me up on a consistent basis. Chew on this, sucker. (laughs) You keep pumping them out, Eric. I'll keep chewing on them. Good times. Nick Justice. Somerville, New Jersey. To which he replied... Eric always gives me like the best one or two sentence replies to my letters. It's great. <laughs> Indeed, they are.
0: I'm glad Maxine has grown on you. After all the struggles I went through trying to get folks to like Dragon's various loves, it's a welcome change to have readers digging MJ. Love, Eric. Love, love. Thanks, Luck. X O X O. No, it's it's good. It's good. <laughs> Just to touch on the things you said there, I uh, I, I got to say it has been sort of a two issue month this year, hasn't it? Yeah, he's not only with uh this, but yeah,
1: the uh free comic book day helping.
0: Yeah, but lots of that double stuff. That's what I'm yeah. digging on. Mm, like Oreos, <laughs> double. <stuff>. Mm. <laughs> no, nah, man, to Maxine. It's funny that you didn't like her. For some reason, hot dog on a stick chick won my heart right out the gate. (laughs) I I was like, I was just, I think I'll tell you what it is. I'm gonna tell you, it's the underdog nature. Oh, doesn't doesn't. But she just doesn't look like a Larson girl. Hmm. So I was like, come on, Maxine, you can do it. (laughs) You can do it. Yeah. So like, yeah, when you see what was it, Tierra. I thought for sure Tierra was going to, like, you know, go the distance more. She's kind of more your typical Larson girl, like, super leggy and, like, bubble boobs and stuff. Nope. Maxine. The good ship Maxine sailing in. Taking port in his heart. But once we
1: come around to it uh, in conversation in a few minutes, talking about the issue itself, I guess... Uh Things after reading it, things are starting to look pretty ominous to me. Like, uh,
0: <laughs> it's well, yeah, it's good, it's good. Um, let me see. Well, geez, I mean, you know what? Hey, there's nothing else on the agenda. Why don't we dig into the old meat and potatoes? Meat and taters. Meat and taters. That's good. Oh, master taters. We got a double dose in the meat and taters, so we got to chew this one down. <laughs> we got to, we got to chew this down. You got to, you can't finish your dessert unless you finish your meat and taters. Taters. So I gotta say right off the gate. First of all, Dimension X double feature. You got a glum throwdown. This is a guy. Listen, people are divided on the glum issue. If if you either, where do you stand? I've always been down with glum. As in, you are pro glum. You're pro Pro glum. Pro pro glum. Yes. I'm 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 in the uh, pro glum camp as well. Like a lot of people, they're ready for him to die.
1: No, never, <laughs>
0: never. I don't, I don't think Eric would do that either. They're like, he had I need to do with these issues. And he didn't. So people want, people want the uh, atrocity, but it's, it's funny because like, you know, just, he's an awesome striking visual, the way he's always flat shaded. He's uh, just interesting, you know, as a character because he, I can't think of many, characters that were just treated as a joke and then turned out to be so damn yeah. important
1: right the way he evolved the character yeah. like initially just as like a, a what a
0: toy total total joke like just yeah. the, like oh he had a looney tunes a pet. yeah like a pet yeah it's it's thing. worth reflecting on they had a uh, looney tunes sort of wily e. coyote roadrunner situation where he kept trying to kill dragon and never could and you didn't yep. you didn't think anything of it and then bam here we are And bam, he's, he's
1: banging angel.
0: (laughs) This was the, this this was the, uh, shot heard around the world as it were. Everybody saw this. I knew right away on the
1: first page. I said, no, no way.
0: (laughs) Oh, I I was like with all the wham, 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 which by the way, my hat's off lettering wise. That's absolutely beautiful.
1: The, The disbursement, the arrangement of the, the, uh, the word balloons, the way they trail down beside the sound effects.
0: Yeah, the gradation, the way it's like coming on down, just absolutely awesome. Really uh sells it. Dude, this was the shot heard around like when people saw this, they were like, What the fuck? <laughs> oh man, it's a hell of a fight. There's a lot of punching going on.
1: <laughs> Somebody's Maybe.
0: really taking a pounding.
1: Yeah. I don't get hit and say, "Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh Jesus! Oh God! Oh please!" Yeah, you know.
0: I knew immediately. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm a filthy-minded bastard as well. I, just, I wonder who. See, it's funny. Until you mentioned that, I didn't even think about people mistaking that as a fight.
1: I think that it was like the uh, the in, maybe the intention. Like <laughs> when I first read it, I didn't even flip the page. I said, "I'm not going to flip this," because yeah. My dirty mind wants to say, I think it's something going on or something, something going on. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. That was a, so if, if you're gullible, <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a hell of a, a slobber knocker fight going on. But, Man, somebody's really bumping <laughs> uglies. Uh huh. It's awesome though, because it's like, uh, you know, I know it's funny. It's a funny double page spread, but it, it's also kind of amazing. Just all the like gore and like all the, the dead yeah. bodies and. Yeah. You flip the page and yeah, they're on top of a body. Look at that. They're on top of the dead
1: bodies. I, That's...
0: I know, dude. It's so awesome. It just, oh. it just really shows how like far along. And it's funny. I'll just say that like, and again, this, this shot made the way. Uh, made the rounds and it's, you know, we talked about it before in previous fan casts. Everybody always likes to focus exclusively on shockers. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because that's like kind of the way that like, I saw some fan reaction, not Well, what, what the hell am I saying? Fan reaction. I saw some random comment reactions <laughs> where people were like, way to go for the shock Larson. Keep it classy. <laughs> but like, the thing is, is like, it's so obvious at this point that these characters are intimate. Yeah. That it was it's been established way back. Yeah. It's not really just to see. It wasn't really like, Ooh, it was, it was just kind of like, it was like, oh man, it was the pile. I'll tell you what was shocking. It was the pile of bodies. Yeah. I didn't think they'd be, you know, getting it on, on the battlefield. And I, I don't know. Uh, I guess it's.
1: I'm not going to say gratuitous, but it you go so long in, in the Savage Dragon without something like this, like a, a sex scene mm-hmm. kind of deal, and then bam. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, I didn't
0: expect an issue to start out like that. Wow. You know, it just... Now that's what I call a spread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's awesome. And uh, it, it's a really great way to establish a tone that, you know, here's these two characters... Well, we'll say two characters, but, like, it shows how much uh, original Angel, will say, has fallen from grace so hard. Yes. She's a pretty different character. I mean, everybody's like, oh, it's like, no, she's evil. Yeah. Definitely evil as shit. Yes. So, uh, yeah, and uh, so it's, it's funny, too, like, just seeing him back into the body, like, just seeing him climb back into the suit and stuff. Uh, it's like it's just there's all there's it's these are good pages like she just like kills the uh the lone survivor but uh, i guess more talking about uh what's actually going on is like so they they just you know been trying to like amass an army so that they can conquer earth and uh you know they're not having any luck because pretty much everywhere they go they run into people that fight back so hard that they wipe them out yep so yeah, they're not having any luck, so they return back to the uh, glum layer or his <laughs> glum home world. And uh, you know, I gotta ask you, Toady, is that a character that we've seen before to your recollection? looks very,
1: very familiar. like uh, a, like a, this savage world character from like the to me like from issue in the
0: 70s and 80s, okay just with the eyes i mean he's definitely got that kind of a look i just didn't know yeah. if, if we had seen him before yeah
1: i don't know i just think he looks kind of reminiscent of other characters perhaps and we just
0: i like uh i love to see though i love that we get a chance to see these guys like in their like angel and glum like in their villain layer like i mean it is about as evil as it can get right Ooh, wait! Oh, wow! I forgot this, and they're going at it again. (laughs) Yeah, just oh, in the bed this time. Oh, god! You know she's challenging his virility. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Hand me, woman. Look at his little
0: hand. I require restful slumber this evening. Oh, that's so funny that you should do that. I was going to ask you, how do you hear glum in your head when you read his dialogue? Uh, kind of like that.
1: Oh no, I'd never given it much thought. I just I like never, I never do with these with comics. I just kind of I don't know. Unless there's been an actual animated cartoon with the character in it, then I tend to hear the voice work of the the, you know, the voice actor that, you know, portray the character in a cartoon or something. But in this case
0: <laughs> He's got that kind of dramatic uh, you know, way of speaking.
1: Well, Eric, I believe, said he envisioned him sounding like uh, James Earl Jones, right?
0: <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he... Can we change the subject I'm tire of hearing about the futility of our efforts?
1: Because I remember I made Eric a uh, a Mr. Glum t-shirt. Okay. And I took it to him at, like, Baltimore Con or Charlotte Con several years ago. Okay. And I, I may have asked him then, you know, how did if how do you envision him sounding when he speaks? And I think that's what he told me. <laughs> James Earl Jones. He may have addressed it like in a, in a, fa- in a fan mail too, but I'm pretty sure it's what he would, what he said.
0: You want to say like Darth Vader, James Earl Jones. Yeah. Or, or, uh, would it be uh Simba's dad
1: <laughs> <laughs> or, um, the dude from, uh, when he was in uh, Conan the Barbarian.
0: Oh, what is good.
1: (laughs) Yes. That's the power of flesh, boy.
0: (laughs) Uh, I like the, uh, just the uh, sort of juxtaposition, though, of Glum and Angel in bed reading together in the villain lair, you know, as opposed to them being, you know, and it, it messes with people, I think, part of the reason why this messes with people so hard Is that, you know, Dragon has that real time factor, you know, so we watched Angel grow up with Glum. So she was a child, you know, but clearly when you're dealing with like a, you know, a fictional character, I mean, Glum time clearly moves differently for him. He's not changed one even little tiny bit in all these years. Whereas Angel has, you know, grown to maturity, so it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I don't know. It, it just doesn't disturb me to see these two in this relationship, the way it seemed to disturb a lot of other people. Like, I don't know the vibe I got from people is that people were like, Oh, it's, it's just so weird. It's just so weird. And I was like, is it really that weird? It's weird, but that's what makes it cool to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Oh, it's not, it's not like you shouldn't look at it and be like so normal. Ho hum. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> It should it shouldn't weird you out to the point to where you're like oh, I just can't do this.
1: I like disturbing stuff. I like <laughs> I like horror,
0: horror, horror, horror. We like that's a Craig Olsen horror. <laughs> I like horror
1: and just the the weird and, and and this is just chock full of weird disturbingness. That's what I like about it.
0: I think it's a fantastic thing. Uh, he said about the time the timing was that part of the reason the mission took place now was because he just didn't see this really fitting af- after Malcolm joined the force. And yeah, that's if you're going to bring it down to the streets, yeah, like this super extra dimensional stuff, kind of, but it's, that's what's beautiful about it, you know, is that it can jump around. Like they both have a place in the book. So that's, what's awesome. Um, moving along, I guess a little bit as we see that like uh, angel has a plan. So but, after, after she gets, uh, you know, a little sec- double dose of the G thing, uh, she, she has a plan. The plan is to go all shock and awe on the next group of people and take in every single person all at once. What could possibly go wrong?
1: I'll tell you what can go wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, this
1: giant thing. The awesome eater. I
0: was like oh that's so cool it is awesome I, <laughs> it is actually awesome I, I love this just giant like worm yeah you know, with like rows of teeth
1: yeah I, that's I just love these dimension X issues and that's these two issues oh,
0: oh yeah the little dude in the foreground like looking on
1: yeah and Flo- what's that rock
0: <laughs> what's funny about this book is that like you know he might be nothing he might end up being like somebody really important. Like the guy that commands the awesome eater or something I like that. Just thought that He's probably got a little saddle on the back of that thing. <laughs> he just, yeah, that's, that's what's it's cool is like, you never know. Like you have no idea. Like he could totally be someone like, but yeah, they're, they're super screwed. Like the uh, awesome eater shows up and uh, <laughs> devours their entire planet. Like that they were on, which means that like they lose their entire army and uh, yeah, that's, it was not a good plan. And
1: <laughs> in- this, this kind of reminds me of a totally different character but uh
0: where did Universo come from? Universe' mentioned the X character I can't recall. No Universo actually was uh, just normal. He was just in the normal like universe. okay and uh, he was just the space god. I mean it's clearly a galactus parallel. Yeah. So uh, he just was a space god that would show up and eat planets, and uh, yeah, it's 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 definitely that kind of a vibe.
1: That Dude, he... I, I just got so excited looking at this issue at two oh seven right now. Mm-hmm. I just completely pulled the middle pages out from the staple. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, it's good for Eric because that means I have to go out and buy another issue. <laughs> back issue.
0: Oh my. You can't can that enthusiasm. Oh, my
1: goodness.
0: you are going to make these babies a little bit... You know, two little metal staples, you know. Yeah. Can. <laughs> no, man, it's it's good. This is good. There's, everything in this is everything you love about Glum and Dimension X. Dimension X is always an amazing thing. Like, just the visuals of it, the random, crazy, unpredictable nature... You never know, like, what's really going to, like, come of a story that takes place in Dimension X. Um, and we got uh, Glum and Angel, when they return, um, we get a little, you know, contrast. Before Glum was shitty to Toadie, now Angel gives Toadie a good smack. And, uh, you know, she has a breakdown. Uh, she Like, we get to see, you know, people always wonder, you know, like, Angel's clearly on board with, uh, you know, being with Glum. But you get to see a little insight, you know, like on how this whole thing has played out for her. And, you know, she's not super happy. It's kind of shitty. You know, it's been terrible for her (laughs) with the whole God gun. She uh, for those that don't know, like Glum or like new listeners, uh, Mr. Glum actually took over the world using a weapon that let people that made people do whatever he wanted and uh, one of the things that ended up happening is that uh, Angel's mom got killed. So that's kind of like a little bit of a. <laughs> it's a little bit. Dragon, there was a whole arc where, you know, there was a long time where Dragon was on a quest to find her. And, you know, it's a controversial death, too, while we're at it. Like, a lot of people hated that, that she died off panel like that.
1: Yeah. I touched on this the uh, last episode that you weren't in. Oh, okay. That, yeah, totally totally talked about this, about how that was one thing I would go back and like address more.
0: I personally liked it only because it was different than other, like to me, as long as you do something different or interesting, you can do something that might be a little disappointing, like was disappointing to find out that like, Oh, she just, uh, Oh, by the way, here's a note you know, sorry, I'm the one that killed her bye. but at the same time it was shocking. Yeah. It, it was really shocking. Like, I remember reading it and being shocked. I remember crying. It moved you to tears.
1: Yes. It was like one of three comics in my life that I recall moved me that much. I, I told uh, Jim and Craig the last episode and
0: they didn't make fun of me too much. You know. <laughs> so I'm such a smasher hater. <laughs> I, I was moved to tears of joy. I was like, thank God. Thank God she's gone. Yeah, it, it happened. <laughs> she's gone. Yeah. Please hook up with Alex Dragon, I, please.
1: Was, I, I never like. She never was my favorite character either. It was just the the writing, the it
0: was um, the art, the way, the dialogue. It just like wow. It was actually like jokes aside. It really like um like I said this book it just gets pigeonholed as being like shocking moments and goofy stuff. But what's so funny is that you get that stuff too. And that was a really like, for me, like I've seen the criticism and I understand the criticism that people were like, we wish that we had seen it. You know, I hate, I hate when people dumb it down to show, don't tell, Mm -hmm. but I think that it created a powerful moment. And like, you know, it's one of those things. This book is, on its writing, grossly underrated. Mm-hmm. Like re- nobody's, like nobody's talking about Savage Dragon for like, oh my god, oh the moving writing. Nobody says that, but it's mm-hmm. got stuff in there like that. That's like, you know, that's some heart wrenching shit because it was basically like her goodbye to her family.
1: You know, and I don't need everything spoon fed to me. That's what these white gutters are for between panels. Your your
0: brain <sighs> as you read it fills in things you know yeah i mean you know you can have some blood in the gutters yeah stuff can happen it doesn't you don't have to have every i don't think it would have really made the moment more powerful than it was nope not at all to show it and in fact for us to find out at the same time as the characters i thought was a pretty nice touch because the sad thing is like the way the story was framed is like he was looking for a missing person and a lot of the times I mean, this is just shitty, but like, you know, when you're looking for a missing person, you're pretty much just looking for a body. Chances are in real life that, yeah. And when you get closure, it's not usually a good thing. Like, it's usually Mm -hmm. all you're doing is just confirming your fear. So, I don't know. It was a kind of a, it's funny. Like I said, people don't associate that kind of, like, stuff with this book. But for me, it was a powerful, like, real kind of a moment. Her breakdown of these couple of pages like
1: brought all that back to me when I was reading that this issue you know
0: oh yeah and it's good too because you get to see glum feels bad like like he's usually never has he you know what you're talking about like eric on he-man glum is that cackling villain you know like skeletor like (laughs) i want to conquer the world like you don't think of those guys as having depth but this is good we get to see him have depth like he has remorse Not for what he did, but, you know, he feels shitty for the fact that the whole your mom's dead thing has always been a thing for her.
1: Yeah, and just because it's her, that's why he, you know, feels anything at all, I suppose.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like, exactly. Selfish reasons, you know. It's not like he cares that he killed her, but like, you know, his old lady liked her, so. (laughs) <laughs> sorry you killed your mom sorry i made you kill your mom we you just get off my sack here let's
1: make love on a pile of bodies
0: <laughs> you know what? somebody always said were you talking about glum making love i saw that <laughs> thing where it was like why does howard the duck wear pants because he's the uh only duck with a penis <laughs> i was like oh it makes sense why glum wears underwear now <laughs> Got a mm-hmm. little ding-a-ling down there. You don't think of that, but there it is. Oh man! You don't think of the glum ding-a-ling, but maybe you should.
1: She was on pa- on the uh, double page spread there. Oh yeah, was, man. I mean, so hey,
0: it was on her mind and <laughs> chest, and no, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. We'll stop this. That's not cool. <laughs> No, but, uh, you know, Glum has kind of an interest, and I gotta say, when you're, when you're talking about things you don't expect, and I wasn't really expecting, like, the Shyamalan twist with this. I was expecting this to be the framework for just a fight, but here we go, here's your Shyamalan twist. Yeah. Were you, what, what'd you think when you flipped the page?
1: With, uh, the clone? Yeah. Floating. I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? Uh, yeah.
0: Well, you know what? I mean, it's not even just any clone. That's like, isn't that, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that like the angel, the current good angel, isn't that her mom? That's the way I read it, yes. It's also the way I read it.
1: Yes. That's actually our current good angel's
0: mom. So that is a shocker and a half. I was kind of like, what? I got to tell you, dude. You know, I'm a smasher hater. I'm in the anti smasher club. And uh, I was like, oh, no, God, no, no why? <laughs> no. But it was great just to flip the page and see her floating in the tube. I was like, what? So you really like, I was like, man, damn, I wasn't expecting that at all.
1: <laughs>
0: so, good, awesome surprise. And she's intended as a uh, twisted sort of gift. You know, when we conquer Earth, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a version of your mom. <laughs> it's like when your parents buy you a uh, an, a pet that looks just like your pet that got hit by a car <laughs> and hope you don't notice. Oh, that never happened to me, but I can. Oof. <laughs> you know, because you're always like, huh, Fluffy doesn't like his toy. <laughs> your parents are like, must be because the toy's bad, not the cat. <laughs> <laughs> A
1: dog that ran away and, like, weeks later, she showed back up, and I never was quite sure if it was the same dog because
0: <laughs> it was just an opportunistic dog. Poochie was that her name? Poochie, yeah, Poochie. <laughs> I was a dumb kid. Name a dog, Poochie. I gotta tell you, that's like one of the most cliche dog names I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> Poochie. Poochie. Hey, Poochie. That's it like. A bad nickname for somebody. Somebody with a hernia? Yeah.
1: Hey,
0: Poochie, come here. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Um. Yeah, he should have totally played that off. He should have been like, no, nah, it is your mom, bro. It's totally your mom. That's totally your mom in there. what? You thought you saw her die? No. No. She
1: has a history. I don't know what other word to use other than like gullibility when it comes to glum. Yeah. So, yeah, he could have he done could've. that run away with it. And she was like, okay,
0: oh, yeah, sure. That was a clone you saw die. <laughs> but no, no, it's, it's funny because Glum, it's funny. Like, I don't know. Like I said, I liked it. I like this episode a lot. We draw to a close. The uh, cover and the back page spread, you get to see a little bit of the. It's funny because if you flip back and forth between the cover and the back page, the army vanishes because obviously that was a fake out. Yes. Like they're not fighting an entire army, but you get kind of a flipbook effect where Malcolm's raising his arms and uh, Angel is like, you know, going for, so is Rex. Like, it's, yeah. I don't know if it's intentional, but it's kind of a cool little flip back and forth. I'm doing it now. It's like, uh-huh. yeah, I'm doing it now that you said that. So, Hey, look at you. I don't know, it's kind of, like I said, it's kind of yeah. a neat little, like I said, I don't know if it was intentional, but it was kind of a neat little extra thing. So, yeah, but, uh, yeah, all in all, the 207 was super rock solid. We can't say too awful much about the uh, Carl Cosmic backup. It's uh, well-trotted territory. We've, uh, at this point, seen old Carl, so it's all good. I kn- I don't mind seeing him again. For folks that didn't get this, here it is. And uh, I always thought this was a nice uh, little backup, just because it doesn't go the way you think. But, uh, no, i got to say... Uh, Go ahead and just, as far as the funnies, this is my, one of my favorite funnies collections. And it's got to be because of Principal Dog. Yeah. <laughs> is that not great? <laughs> These are just so, from issue to issue, they're all different. Establish a relationship of trust. Acknowledge and honor their emotions. Do your job. <laughs> and then he's just pissing himself. So wise. So <laughs> wise. Also, it's funny. It took me a minute. I don't know why, but it took me a minute to warm up to the microwave dinner man joke. But that's actually really funny. The took m- you a minute to warm up to it, huh? Oh, my God. I didn't mean that, but that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I had to stir myself up a minute. Yeah, I had that hot center, but everything else was cold. I had to stir it around. <laughs> you know, I don't think modern microwaves are like that, Nick. I don't think that's is that a joke the kids are gonna get no nah. <laughs> no it's a good gag misery loves sherman what can i say i loved it it's good but principal dog wins my heart uh-huh. so man that was <laughs> that was good um and
1: one day we'll see ravens dojo
0: <laughs> oh man i hope it never gets that desperate i hope <laughs> i hope i hope things never get that dire
1: Oh man! They're, I'm expecting to like see it one day. Just
0: bam! When they're calling in the Z League, <laughs> when, oh. when no one else is around to save the day, <laughs> Ravens one, Dojo. One man. So let's go ahead. Oh man, you lucky little listeners! You <clears throat> We've got a double dose of Savage Dragon Fincast action as we continue our ad- Dimension X adventures in final battle battle well uh i gotta say first off super sweet ass cover uh, again just an air of finality to this i mean we dragon fans know that like loose plot threads have been getting tied up left and right so you know going into this not everybody's coming out the other side nope and we won't spoil that yet, but uh, there's—I was super jazzed for this; like, could not wait. Like I said, everybody wants Glum dead. Like the reader, a lot of readers. Did, would you say it's more or less? Probably more. The way you make it sound, it sounds pretty grim. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like
1: I feel like you a lot and me—we're like the only two that like Glum.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I feel like a lot yeah. of people want his ass dead. So. <laughs> And, of course, uh, like I said, story-wise, he's on the hook for millions and millions of uh, lives. So we get a little uh, twin action, good angel versus evil angel. We get, you know, Malcolm fighting uh, Glum, which was never, you know, again, it's awesome because this is uh, somebody even his dad could never really take to task. So it's kind of an interesting setup. Mm Mm-hmm. But you know what? Can I just say, how fantastic is Evil Angel's uh, choice on how to fight Rex, <laughs> how to deal with Rex and Angel? Yeah. <laughs> Where she grabs the back of uh, Angel's head, you mean? Yeah, just weaponizes like, her. Yeah. <laughs> just you're fighting two people, just use that one motherfucker yeah. to hit the other motherfucker. Forward momentum. That's all you gotta
1: do. butts all you gotta do I tell you from my professional wrestling days <laughs> not quite as effective as a headbutt to the uh the bridge of the nose
0: what was your uh what was your wrestling name again
1: luscious justice Oof. Mm. luscious justice
0: what was your finisher
1: uh my finisher mm-hmm. the luscious one <laughs> and uh i guess later in the break it was like a combination like i started with a spine buster uh-huh and it turned into like, once I did the Spine Buster,
0: it turned into like a a figure four leg lock. Mm. So right. nobody you, knew what to think of it. I, I remember your merchandise. It was all like porta potties and adult diapers. It was crazy. And a lot of feathers and diamonds, rhinestone. <laughs> rhinestone encrusted <Rhinestone-encrusted> porta potties. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> that was your bracket, you know, the elderly and the recently born. The, the soon to die and the recently born wasn't that your market <laughs> get him on the way in and the way out that's what justice says i missed my calling <laughs> oh, uh i love this fight um of course you know shit savage dragon has always had super amazing fights um so there this one is completely satisfying um Again, I got to agree with Glum. What in the hell were they thinking coming to Dimension X? Like, I know that they were, I mean, but like three people, like, what were they thinking? Hmm. Like, it's lucky. They're lucky that the awesome eater ate like the entire army because it had been a total suicide mission otherwise.
1: Yeah. I guess they thought like, hey, we're we're strong enough. We have enough superpower.
0: (laughs) I mean, just saying how damn cocky. Yeah. How cocky. Um, you know, the fantastic use of, (laughs) (laughs) I I love, he'd already established, Eric had established that, uh, lightning powers were, you know, you could consider them not a quick fix. This is a fantastic way to handle that. I love uh, when he went to shock the armor. I really didn't think this was going to happen.
1: Ooh. Yeah.
0: Thanks for the recharge retard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Got it got any more
0: bright ideas? (laughs) Remember, he's James Earl Jones.
1: Uh, Every time I voice him, he's got a different voice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the recharge, retard. Never consistent. (laughs) But like, uh, this is an awesome fight. I love that move where Malcolm launches Glum, like, off of him. Yeah. (laughs) Ready for the big finish celery spawn? Yeah, I I didn't quite... (laughs)
1: celery spawn I read that a couple of times I'm like am I missing something? What does that mean?
0: yeah, me too. I was like celery spawn
1: I guess it's just a crack on being green I guess.
0: And then he says say
1: cheese instead of saying green skin or
0: <laughs> celery spawn well I get the alliteration of both things starting with like a s sound ready like just uh, like ready for the big finish celery spawn, but it's like, Say cheese. You can put cheese on celery and it's delicious, but. <laughs> and I get he's saying say cheese because he's about to flash him with the hand. But like, I don't know, it just hit it hit my ear. I was like, celery spawn. What? <laughs> you milk sop. But uh, yeah, yeah. The whole time we got Angel uh, pounding away. Evil Angel pounding away on uh, Good Angel and Rex simultaneously. One one too many blows to the head and uh, hey, what can we say? She was warned. Flip the page and whoa, (laughs) holy shit. Yeah, it's (laughs) just a hell of a way to go.
1: (laughs) Right in half (laughs) the legs, the legs, blood spatter and ink spatter and to drive the point home that hey, so awesome. She's been sliced and diced right down the middle.
0: Ain't no coming back from that. Nah. Good thing that, like, Good Angel was out of the way, right? I mean, Darth Maul went out like that.
1: <laughs> and I told people, I'm like, look, he's dead. He was cut in half and fell down the shaft. Same thing happened to this to the evil angel right here.
0: In my fanfic, she, <laughs> her top half crawled away and she survived. <laughs>
1: Frack a cack.
0: Yeah, yeah, there ain't no coming back from the old frack a cack. <laughs> <laughs> that's a rare sound effect. You don't see the frack a cack very often. We well, don't get. You don't get. Uh, well, like when mean, it's kind of like. See, that's what I'm saying is like when you read this. it's so like, okay, let's run under the assumption that she's original angel. It's a hell of a thing we just witnessed. A lot of yeah. a lot of books don't grease a character, and I I don't know why, but I wasn't expecting either of the angels to go down i thought it was going to be like glum i thought glum was going to be the one i'm not we're we won't spoil any issue obviously if you're listening you've read but i'm just saying like i don't know why but like this this angel death i was like oh shit yeah
1: i didn't expect any deaths actually I, i went into it like they'll get apprehended and that'll be that
0: Really? You thought it was going to be a clean capture?
1: Yeah, I thought Eric was going to play it safe and be like, you know, clean capture, detain them, get them, you know, take them back to Earth, and everybody goes to jail. But
0: that just wasn't the case. <laughs> Good lord, hell no. Um, not after the Fracacac. No, we got the old Fracacac half off discount. <laughs> so, yeah, and of course, you know, that sends Glum into the Berserker rage. And uh, rightly so. You know, we get to see... And this is the thing. If you have a question, yeah, she did a lot of evil, shitty things. But here we see uh, Evil Angel, with her last breath,
1: mm-hmm.
0: try to do a good thing. It's like it could have... It's, it's an attempt that... We won't spoil the ending again. We'll talk about it when we get there. But she tries, with her dying breath, to tell Angel her mom is there. Like... Ah... Yeah, so it's kind of like an awesome. I was like, "Oh, it's a redemption-y moment." It's
1: oh, like, that just gave me chills. I totally get it now. I didn't quite. I read it too quick,
0: dude. You're talking to a guy who thought that lasers were water. So it, yeah. it's okay. Her th- who yeah. thought that? <laughs> yeah, you're talking. To, I still got it wrong just now. Damn it! You're talking to a guy who thought that water was lasers, and the guy was named Fountainhead, and he made a pee on the electric. I just like they all the hints were there. Yep. So I'm just saying it happens. Yeah, that that was like a powerful moment in this issue. I was like, oh, she's trying to do something good. She didn't have to do it. She was like evil as shit at this point, clearly. And here she is trying with her dying breath. to do. I was like, oh, it did give me chills. I was like, oh, it's a good moment. Now, here's a little flashback for you. We have kind of seen just how important Angel is to Glum. Uh, At the end of the Emperor Kerr arc, we got to see what happens to Glum when he loses Angel. Because if you remember, uh, Kerr killed Angel and, and sent Glum into the Berserker Rage. So, you know, we know just how much, like, he loses his cool, like, obviously, Yep. Malcolm's lucky his little ass didn't get killed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. gets thrown away like so much celery spawn.
1: <laughs> mm. I like peanut butter on my celery.
0: <laughs> you are going to be, I'll cover you in peanut butter, you fool. <laughs> I'll ch- right down the middle, you'll stuff you with peanut butter. <laughs> Stay out of this pump. He killed my girl. I'll frack a cack you gonna... and smear peanut butter <laughs> on your middle. No, yeah, he hardcore like hurls Malcolm away like garbage. And, uh, oh, Rex, I'm, this poor bastard just didn't have a hope in this fight, I guess. I thought he was a little bit tougher than he is, but crack-a-bachum, he is nothing. But isn't he more like, couldn't he have just downloaded his
1: essence into his machinery back at the lair, you know?
0: Well, Rex is a guy, is the thing. I don't think he's like Robocop, like a brain in there. But the thing is with Rex Dexter is that, like, he's been an interesting character because he changes forms like crazy. But I think the thing is, is he's not a robot. Like, he's not like nothing. Like, I'm pretty sure that, like, if it's his brain or whatever, I mean, he's in that damn suit. Like, for him to die, it's not a matter of just getting his... uh Because I don't see any... I see no uh,
1: blood, no nothing other than like metallic fragments. You know, he gets his arm yanked off, but there's no indication of life form in there.
0: Yeah. um, I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing gore, but at the same time, like again, I just jump around a little bit. There's a funeral later. So it's like, I would say he's, gone like i whatever the case you know whether he is like uh brain in a suit or whatever oh yeah i i think he's gone like i don't think he's gonna i don't think they end up coming back from that the old frack cat. actually he got a crack of batum. he got a crack of batum and uh again it's an <laughs> awesome awesome visual it's just, there's so much good i like the little like way like glum's like jaw looks when malcolm's giving the old football tackle yeah like, <clears throat> <laughs> runk <laughs> so uh yeah he yeah, Malcolm gets a hell of a second wind of course uh you know it's not really anything I think really the deciding factor that like even gave them any hope is that Angel got up and decided to fight which gave him the psychological edge so yeah that's that's the only reason I think that they managed to pull this victory over because yeah. it seemed like Glum kind of uh, was kicking ass <laughs> yeah I, I think if he hadn't have uh, been psyched out, I think they probably both would have died there. A couple solid punches by Malcolm and Angel do the trick. So uh, yeah, they ripped that little bastard out of his suit and everybody's all dead as hell. I <laughs> think, you know, <laughs> bam, just a chunk gone. So I was thinking, it's so funny because when they died, I was like, damn, how the hell are they going to get home? But I guess they had a homing beacon or something like that.
1: Yeah, leaves a little crater behind,
0: and you got Toadie. Old Toadie, old Toadie taking it. Old Toadie, always the voyeur, just taking in the show. <laughs> Toadie hasn't had any
1: dialogue, has he, in these two issues?
0: Uh, he has. He attempted he to draw a bath for Angel.
1: And he said something?
0: Yeah, oh yeah. He's, he's like, oh, I drew a bath for you. And she's like, out of the way, milk sop. <laughs> Smacked him in the face. So yeah, Toadie's had a little bit of, not much, you know, nothing. Okay nothing significant pretty <laughs> much. He's just a bootlick. Like he's not gotten anything done, but uh, it is funny to see all those soldiers like taking, uh, I like the visual by the way of just the big like chunk of rock in, in the lab, like with everybody yeah. all dead and shit. That's a, that's a great visual.
1: Yeah. That is pretty cool. Like, <laughs> ah, i see now.
0: It's awesome. It, it, it's really like, it's a cool visual. And uh
1: that's why I've only read this issue like twice. And this proves why I need to read each issue like five times before it all sinks in.
0: You got to soak it up, man. It's dense. Yeah, it was, I mean, there's a lot. Well, yeah, that
1: makes sense now that there's a big chunk of rock there because that's the, on the previous page, the big chunk that's missing from when they got teleported.
0: Yeah. Just teleported <laughs> them right out. So, uh, I guess my my thinking is it was something linked to Rex's armor. His armor's kind of central. In the mass, so I'm guessing like maybe that was what it was. But uh, yeah, they apprehend Glum. We get to see uh, Hortus run in, and of course she's like all you know, Hortus just ain't right. You know what I mean? So <laughs> she's like, you know, thinking Rex is okay or whatever. Angel's sympathy for their uh for Glum and other angel kind of surprised me a little bit and, and really expect her to uh, feel sympathetic to their plight.
1: Yeah, I get part of that. Probably you you took a, you know, you played a major role in like killing another version of yourself, which has got to be the most bizarre psychological, you know, yeah. Thing
0: yeah that'd be a little bit of a mind i'm seeing seeing
1: myself a version of me dead and i help make it happen that's just super weird to me
0: yeah yeah it's yeah i hope you know what i've got it it's just like that scene in harry potter where the one twin sees the other twin die and he's all super sad yeah no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) i'm joking no, no, it would it would be messed up. You got to think like here's this person who looks just like you. Yeah, I can see it. You have shared history, in a way, and well, life. you know you got to think there, but like they're they're like, ah, uh, you know that could have been me. Yeah, I can I you can broke, get it. reversed. Yeah, if if you know, uh, hey, there but for a few choices, yep, was how my story played out. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm on, Okay, I'm on board. You got me. Um, Here we flip to my favorite character, Maxine, back in the house. I gotta say, here's a funny twist. I don't know why I didn't even think of this. But now, like you said, things looking uh, ominous.
1: Yeah, this is like, I'm
0: like, ah. Frozen Major, and dude, I'm super scared for our girl. You know, I'm Team Maxine all the way. So, uh, you know, team Maxine. it's got me sweating. That's all I'm saying. I'm just sweating. Because Rex uh, was supposed to find a way to make sure that the chosen one baby she's got inside her doesn't destroy her, as is their history. So now he's dead. Now they don't know. There was no solutions. Rex was their best hope. Now they don't know what the hell they're going to do. So they're kind of like, like, so there were solutions like uh, Rex was kind of an easy answer. Now we have no idea what the hell is going to happen.
1: I like what Malcolm touches on. He says, "Like, I guess we could try talking to Lorella again." I see, like a blood transfusion, to enable Maxine, like to have the 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 super strength to tolerate the birth. You know,
0: ah, don't people explode when they get the juice? Hey, hey, (laughs) Team (laughs) Maxine. (laughs) so it's it's one of those things I, I gotta tell you think as hard as I can I don't see an easy answer so it's really like super like Maxine's pregnancy actually in my mind went from Rex is probably the fix to like yeah. now I have no idea what the hell's gonna happen so super curious what the I don't know you know and it's funny I'm gonna say that like Rex Dexter is another like super long-lived character yeah. And yet losing him, I was like, ah, screw it. But then I was like, oh, shit. What about Maxine? <laughs> no. So, yeah, that's funny. Of course, you know, again, tugging at the old heartstrings. Horrid is sleeping on the grave. Good Lord.
1: Yeah, it was really sad. Good. That that almost made me cry.
0: It was tough. It was tough. The barbarians were at the gate. Yes. I had the. Had like, she's just, I don't know. She's simple. That's what makes it sad because she's simple. Yeah. You know, she doesn't get it. I know it's a Photoshop thing, but I like what they did with the grass. Very beautiful.
1: Yes. Let's not forget the fact that Hortis actually uh, fellatioed Papa <laughs> Dragon back in the day. So, <laughs> just.
0: She also dated Michelangelo
1: that's right so no no telling what happened there So yeah
0: I'm just saying anything you know she's not she's just pretty good for herself considering yeah they didn't sit around eating pizzas <laughs> <laughs> although that could be a great sex euphemism <laughs> what do you say me and you go to the apartment and we sit around and eat some pizza hey you want to come over and eat some pizza <laughs> me and her we've been eating pizza all night long so uh, basically we get a pretty, fl- pretty hilarious, like uh, slice of life moment where, you know, Malcolm and Maxine are making arrangements for their wedding. And uh, it's just hilarious. You know, she just doesn't want her parents to be there. They're super buttholes. Of course, they've you know, been judgmental the whole time. We've not seen them much, but we know they don't approve of Malcolm's superhero lifestyle. They want her to find a good, a good Chinese boy with a good job. Yep now she's knocked up before wedding, it's a shotgun wedding. Yep. See what I'm saying? They were right. I hate to say it. They were
1: (laughs) last word balloon on that page. What could possibly go wrong? You
0: know, Mm. I love this glum sequence. We get to see the little man having little man rage in prison. (laughs) The panel of him gripping the bars is hilarious. Tony will save me. Tony's obedient. <laughs> and then you flip that for the payoff. Now, can I just say. I don't know how you feel about this, but I positively loved the smashers back. No, wait, no, she's not fake out.
1: Yeah, that's that's actually happening.
0: I, I love that that didn't happen. I love that she didn't actually come back. Right. She's just, and, you know, who knows? what? Who knows what could happen? Overlord could, for whatever reason, he's keeping him around.
1: Yeah, it could be a hundred issues down the road yeah. before Eric touches on this again.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's it. Think about it. Like, how long has it been since, like, the wedding where we thought she was dead? Yep. So, like, and look at it. I love, I love Toadie. Just a little yep. moment of cocksuckery. Yeah. Just texting. <laughs> Suck it, Glum. Woo! Cody's in charge.
1: So uh, Looking a little closer, yeah. I see he has the bottle of wine in his uh, right hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Isn't that great? I love it. Uh, it has got a naked chick hanging around in a tube. He's uh, getting to watch his enemy suffer. Fantastic. Orb thing there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, they, uh, they use that orb to uh, regularly spy yeah. on events in Earth. So it's kind of cool. Like it's just a funny little nod to see it return. And so that was the end of the two issue arc. And I got to say, looking at both of them as a whole, absolutely awesome. That was super kick ass. I got way more than what I was expecting. What's your thoughts? What's your opinions? Um, issue two Oh eight. It, it felt longer
1: than Eric's standard 20 pages to me.
0: I mean, yeah, I, that's how I felt too. Two Oh eight felt, much longer it was just cram packed full of like awesomeness
1: yeah a lot of story a lot of good dialogue uh and it just it just felt longer than 20 pages to me and of course you know in a good way
0: <laughs> of course my favorite is uh you know when you read this book you get closure on characters like in other books you know uh i saw something where it was like oh uh, Lois Lane knows Superman's identity. It's like who gives a shit. No one cares. How is that news? How is that? How is that even That's remotely news?
1: That's pretty big news, man. <laughs> I mean,
0: I sure hope everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Things will never be the same. No. <laughs> oh my god. Um, no, I, I dig it. I love that uh, in this. You get to see uh, you know, characters that are so old bite the dust and then, you know, glums on death row now and it's just really it's it's an awesome book. It had everything this two issue arc had everything I love about Savage Dragon in it, so completely badass. Um and the, it leaves you guessing like
1: where will he go with this?
0: Yeah. Where? Takes he, like all the options off the table. Yep. Oh, by the way, all those things you thought? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, So here we are, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, backup uh, written by Mr. Gavin Higginbotham. Mark Welzer on Arts Task. We got Adam Pruitt in the Letters and Colors by Dennis Lehman. Uh, this was awesome. I dug this. Yes. Hasn't Mark
1: drawn other backups before?
0: I am uh, completely moronic and didn't know that. If he, if he did, I'm sorry, Mark. Uh, I was on Facebook. I was like, well, I didn't know you were so great. And he was like, yeah, try not to let it get out or anything. <laughs> I was like, what? But then I think about it. It's like, I'm sure he's drawn other things because I recognize the art.
1: Yeah. I've seen him draw some Masters of the Universe things. I could have sworn he had drawn some backups previously. But
0: I don't know. It's it's good, though. <laughs> I love I love Bulkhead. I love the visual. Bubble Boy. I know he's stupid, but I never can get enough of Bubble Boy.
1: And the cool thing is, is uh, totally you can tell it's Mark's artwork, but he's definitely got that cool Eric Larson influence oh. throughout.
0: Oh yeah, this is like there's so much good stuff going on these pages. Like I mean, mm, mm, just want to praise him. You guys did a killer job. I love it's- the fight. I love these comedically bad, like the new comedically bad brute force. You could yeah. never get enough of earth girl. Never. I, can't. I yeah.
1: Under boob. Yeah. That's my cost. It might be one of my favorite things
0: in the world. Costume choice of the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's uh practical, it's the practicality that I like. Ooh, look at that last page. First panel, last page. It's like,
1: a. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Upshot. So there you have it.
0: Yeah. Mm. There you go. It's hey, pull no punches. They know what they know what people like. (laughs) But it's funny if you think about it, it's like the whole team basically took care of this guy without, you know, uh max damage. Like in the very first page, he's getting taken out, and then you read the entire thing and like they basically are the ones that stop the bad guy, and then he comes from the woods. Things went exactly as planned. Well done. I was just like, that's good. (laughs) That's funny. But then uh, for them to uh, turn around and uh, say that their very next opponent's going to be Dart, I guess we won't see these guys too much longer. (laughs) Oh, and then Bubble Boy rematerializing. Fantastic. I'm just saying. (laughs) It's a lot of good stuff. Oh, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we don't want bubble boy take a hike no it's good that was absolutely awesome Um, one of my favorite of the Gavin uh, backups so far yes I, I definitely see uh the man uh, improving his craft getting tighter and tighter with his narratives and all that good stuff so with the limited amount of, of pages to do so you know that's oh yeah six pages and you,
1: that's a challenge to get like a one and done like Plus with, thing six pages with it's... like
0: so much fighting. Yeah. Like what the hell? Like, yeah. So actually really, really good. Um, yeah. Good. Lots of praise there. And uh, of course we close out with funnies. You know, I, I'm going to give the Raven award to the uh, Oscar awards job interview.
1: Yep.
0: Mm. <laughs> Is that not gold? <laughs> That's solid gold. I'm definitely interested in this job. We'll see about that. And then just the awkward <laughs> Oh it's good. It's good. And then we got a sweet pin up on the back. A big hand coming at you action. check. you know what we love. Um, awesome. I mean, you know, hey, that's why we do the fincast, because this book continues to kick ass. So uh yeah. I mean, that was good. That was good stuff. Uh, We hope you enjoyed it. Of course, uh, you know, we'd love to hear your feedback, your thoughts. Um, There's only one last thing left to do. Savage Dragon 209 solicitation. Yes. You have that solicitation, right? Malcolm Dragon gets married. (laughs) His new life begins here. And that's all she wrote, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we got a we got a uh super knocked up maxine yeah about to drop any minute just whew. looking like she's cram packed full of babies and uh <laughs> disappointed looking parents in the background
1: Ooh, i gotta look closer i didn't look at the background Thank oh God. yeah
0: mom and dad not looking happy thunderhead at the wedding um it and of course you know Savage Dragon fans know that a wedding is usually somebody's gonna die. Damn. Or or get or get you know, there'll be a, a throwdown. Like it's, it's it's so it's not you know it's not like a oh, typical wedding. It's like there's gonna be some kind of madness. So it looks yeah. good. I'm I'm super jazzed. I'm super excited. I'm definitely on board team Malcolm and
1: Maxine because even though they're teenagers um I'm in my 30s and my lady is like over 6 months pregnant now so Uh-oh. she's she is you know visibly getting bigger and bigger it's a miraculous thing to see
0: the uh, miracle of life yes <laughs> The closest thing I will ever get to see is uh, every time I shower, the miracle of pizza belly. (laughs) Hey, come over and have some pizza. (laughs) Wow, so I wonder who's going to have their kid first, you or Malcolm. Oh, they'll beat us to it. We're due in February, so. Are you going to name the baby whatever Malcolm names his baby? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) You could, and then they'd grow up together in real time. Ooh, my woman would never know. She would never know. You'd be like, I know a really awesome name. Smasher. No. <laughs> Malcolm Jr. <laughs> Malcolm Jr. Was... What do you want? Why? <laughs> Have they? <laughs> Why Malcolm Jr.? I don't get it. That's just a real good name. Shut up. Shut up about it. It's a great name. To me. In one of my comic book dreams. It was my grandpa's name. Yeah, yeah. That's a ticket. <laughs> No, it's good. I, I'm excited. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's it is funny because you think about it. It's like Eric said. Like Malcolm has grown up in real time, like comparable to his own sons. Yep. So it's funny. Think about it. Your your child is gonna grow up to be like in real time with the next star of the of the book. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Meanwhile, doomed loners like me continue to drift timelessly throughout the ages.
1: Oh, come on, man. Come on. Dimension X for you.
0: Uh, So that's it, uh, everybody. I just wanted to uh, say thanks again for uh, Nick Justice jumping in there, helping me out, helping uh, Craig and Jim out in their time of need. We appreciate him joining the show. Uh, Please, Nick, always come back when you can definitely thanks for having me once again we uh, appreciate everybody listening to the savage fin cast we'll be chatting you up next time and uh we'll just do a super quick because this has been a long show we're running in at about two hours now so we'll just real quick give it maybe 10 minutes of uh randomness if you feel like sticking around if you don't uh, please feel free to uh, check us out uh, support the show on savagefincast.com that is part of the Gutter Trash Network, thank you so much for being our hosts all these years uh, dragonfan.net where you can get news, art, etc links to the Savage Dragon Wiki maintained by Gavin Higginbotham there's two fantastic Savage Dragon Facebook groups uh, we encourage you to join there, be a part of the community, show some fin enthusiasm we are on twitter uh, basically if there's a dog walking down the street with a little pouch on his back you can probably reach in there and get some savage dragon news we're, we're everywhere we, we got you so please the best way to you know support the book is to uh show some enthusiasm get out there talk about your love talk about your passion this book deserves it and uh yeah Awesome, we'll get into some randomness uh, now, Nick. Uh, do you, uh, I, I understand you got a little project uh, cooking here? You want you want to you want to talk about it? A couple things uh, on the uh, stove eyes
1: or in the oven. Oh, you
0: let's
1: see. Uh, first thing, uh, let's see. Over the past couple of months, I've been doing what I like to call the Nick Justice Does New Jersey tour.
0: Okay, I've been seeing, you've been making comic shops, like, you're in comic shops more than Star Wars t-shirts. Yes. You're you're, uh, you're everywhere.
1: I decided to take, like, a business model of a garage band, or a, an upstart band. Okay. That's, like, hitting clubs and just and playing gigs. Okay. Like, if I'm a local indie artist, and I've been to all these local comic stores, and I know the guys that run the stores. I'm buddies with a lot of these people. self publisher comic. Get your work out there. Um, do signings at these stores and like sketch day events. So I've awesome. hit Z- Zap Comics. I've hit Dewey's Comic City. I'm doing Zap again. Halloween Day. Awesome. Next weekend, I'm doing another great shop called Eastside Mags. And basically, it's a... Uh, for a comic self-published through Kablam. Okay. It's called Mantisy.
0: Love that name, and that cover is absolutely electrifying. Thank you. It's good. I mean, it's really great.
1: It's like a mishmash of, like, there's three stories in the comic. Four chapters, but like three stories. Uh-huh. Um, I just, like, took elements from each story. One's a sci-fi story. One's One's like a weird Western and one is straight up superhero, like Jesus E. Lee. Awesome.
0: Is it Jesus or like Jesus?
1: It's Jesus E. Lee. Awesome. It's like five new pages of that character.
0: Sweet.
1: So, uh, you know, you pitch these things. The writer that collaborated with, uh, John Carroll, you pitch these things to indie companies and you get your polite rejections. (laughs) Right. Or you you never get any feedback at all.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't do anything. Silence is your answer. Yes,
1: yeah, so I'm like, I'm tired of rejection or feeling that way or, or nothing sitting around with my thumb up my butt. self publish the book and grassroots do something local old style. And it was a couple of months ago, I believe Eric said, someone asked him a question on Facebook, I think,
0: mm-hmm.
1: about, you know, how do you get into comics? And and he gave him like a good answer, like just just publish your own thing. Yeah. Get your work out there, absolutely. Pound, pound the pavement. So I just kind of took that to heart, and past couple of months that's what I've been doing, and I'll continue to do it until next year. Awesome. Get a bunch of these books. Do local actual, like a new couple larger New Jersey comic shows, comic cons. Okay. And um, also, what else am I doing? Oh, actually drawing some pages for a book called solitary okay written by cw cook okay it's being published by devil's due first nice so i think I'm <clears throat> i'm drawing like flashback sequence pages and epilogue pages okay so i think the series is going to be four issues the f- and each issue i think i'll have like six or seven pages I won't be drawing the entire book uh-huh. but I will have like you know I'll get to do my thing on those six or seven pages per issue okay. so okay. so I've already got the first two pages of the first issue in the can Then later on in the issue I have to go into the script now and like you know do thumbnails and lay those pages out and draw those pages but
0: I gotta tell you everything that has made it to Facebook has been a treat So I think you are, I mean, you were not bad when I came across your work, but you are definitely, like, pushing yourself. I feel like your stuff's getting better, brother. It's good. Rock solid. And it's like,
1: I feel bad because sometimes I'll go, uh, it feels like weeks sometimes where I'm, like, drawing nothing I enjoy because it's other things that have nothing to do with comics. Oh, okay. (laughs) And like, I want to sit down and work on comic stuff. And when I do, it's just like, ah, uh, you, you regularly, regularly draw Ravis Dojo. Mm hmm. So you can attest to this better than I can that, because you get to, you're, you're more frequently like escaping into your creative zone.
0: It's, it's fun. It, it is rewarding. I, I also do not like to work on other people's stuff. <laughs>
1: A couple commissions that have hold no interest for me, like weird things. Like it was cool, but like this past week, I drew a three headed uh, pink flamingo.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> and the lady was nice and everything, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's one of the weirdest requests I've ever gotten. So why not? You know?" And just threw a little money my way for it. I don't have a problem with that, but it it's just. Don't you want to like? Don't you want a sketch of like Savage Dragon instead? <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah.
0: always uh. That's always the kind of that's where I'm at. Like uh, I, I if I could do, I just try to tell people it's funny. You know, people have a tough time with the they don't. You know it's People just used to say, "What do you want to do?" Like it just didn't make any sense to them. Uh, they'd be like, what do you want to do? Like, and I'd be like, I just want to do my own thing. Like, my it's like, a, thing. Yep. yeah, <laughs> like a the musician, they don't want to do cover songs their whole life. They might enjoy doing a cover song or two, but what they want to do is they have music that they have in mind and they want to get it out of their mind. And uh, you know, I, I feel you. Um, I will even work my day job, like just like, and just not do any commissions just because it's like people are like i got a buddy who uh has graduated to full-time comic work he's doing his own thing he's not like with a publisher he's just simply self-published and um he's able to support himself and but the way he supports himself is through a he's got a butt ton of commissions that he uses to pad out his income yeah and i'm just like you know i mean it's awesome that you can do that I just lack the morale. Like I can't bring myself to do it. So I just, I work my day job and I come home and just do my thing. You know, that's the price I pay to do only my thing. Like if I, I had six months where I was freelancing and oh man, it's, it's so hard. You can make money like that. It's fine. But man, like you said, you just got to turn off that, like not wanting to draw things you don't want to draw. Yeah. And just do it. <laughs> for the past year
1: on weekends I've been going I live in Jersey and I've been traveling out to the Poconos on the weekends every weekend mm-hmm. so I'm literally working seven days a week but I go out there and I draw um characters of couples okay like in various themes like like romantic themes because it's these you know romantic resorts these I, couples go to and it's just that's been killing me man it's
0: <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> When you, when you really kind of don't have any interest, (laughs) like it's like not anything against the people. I mean, I know you appreciate their business, but it's like when you're drawing two people in a romantic setting, like a bubble bath, I've seen you put them in bubble baths and stuff like that. And it's like, I know you'd rather be drawing Jesus E. Lee punching some creeps face in.
1: Yeah. So you try to get, you know, talk people into like one superhero themes. Like, don't you want to be drawn as Batman and Catwoman or, (laughs) And there are fun couples that, that, you know, that do go along with that idea or are creative. And But I plan on hopefully finding more f- frequent comic work to where I won't have to do that every blessed weekend because it's always one bad apple, one couple that can spoil the mood for you for the whole weekend if you're doing it for the whole weekend. Oof, yeah. They're
0: like, uh, that doesn't look like me here. Oh, yeah. I did character or not characters, but like rendering people. And yeah. it, it is. Yeah. You don't know when you're going to draw something and somebody's going to be like pissed about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, that doesn't look like me and in your head. You're just like, it looks exactly like exactly you. Like you. <laughs> it doesn't look like your mental image of you, but you are right. fat. You are a fat person. I drew the fat <laughs> and I even toned the fat down. This is your role. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is your. This is this is you twenty pounds lighter, and yeah. you're still unhappy. Then I just hope to God there's no reflective surfaces in your house.
1: So I've determined that's another thing, another line of artistic work that I don't know how I've kept it up for as long as I have because, uh because of things like that. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's different when you're drawing a superhero character or something for somebody that wants it. And they're, they're happy with whatever you do, Mm -hmm. but characters are a different story. That's a totally different beast.
0: They tend to, uh, it's, it's either like I had, I drew a kid's character and the one kid they were drew like their parents were cheap and they drew them together. And they were like, it was like 20 bucks for one person. Yeah. And I was like, they were like, can't you draw them both on one page? Draw Just draw them small. And I said, yeah, I said, that's not really how it works. I was like, it won't look good if I draw them small. I was like, it's $20 for a single person. I was like, if you want two people, you can pay me another 20 bucks. And they're yeah. like, we don't want to do that. And I was like, I needed the money. So I was like, okay, I'll draw you small. So I drew the one kid sitting on the other kid's lap like as a ventriloquist dummy. and the little kid like the big brother thought it was hilarious and the little kid i made him the dummy and he cried and his parents his parents were pissed and i was like well no refunds (laughs) and that that was how that rolled so yeah me and me and characters not friends (laughs)
1: Yeah. it's 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 brutal if if you've never done it and you're an artist and you want to like be raked through the coals do that for a while oh yeah
0: oh yeah it's people people think internet (laughs) trolls are mean you have no idea what people will say right to your face yeah (laughs) like people will say they will say the most cold-blooded things right like and people were like when i went to college like uh I went to college a little late and people were like, so I'd done like some shows like uh, for a few years before I ever went to college and people were like sweating peer review. They're like, Oh my God. Oh my God. People are going to be like criticizing me to my face. And I was like, that's nothing. Yeah. I guarantee they're not going to like cuss you out and call you a retard and (laughs) tell you, you can't like tell you your art's horrible and you should quit. And like, yeah, no, (laughs) it's, it'll be fine. You'll be fine. Well, I wish you the best. I hope that that uh, works out for you. I know that uh, that trial is a like, a, I know that, the, you know, what you're being on that grind is really, really hard. But uh, hopefully, uh, I, like I said, I know you got the chops. So I'm, I'm sure you will. I'll tell you what, I'll put it this way. When you're on the right book or when you produce the right work of your own, It'll just everybody will flip out anyway, so yeah. it's kind of like with Owen Genie, uh, who is doing a book over at Dark Horse right now, uh, called Negative Space. Yes. And I am. Are you reading it? Not reading it, but I'm familiar with it. I've checked it out. It is awesome, and uh, it's a limited series. I think it's yeah. like done in four issues or something like that. But uh, I've been, you know, uh, Keen Spot. He was on Keen Spot, a webcomic network, with me. And Owen's art's always been awesome and always been really interesting. But like, you know, uh, he's just really like been pounding the pavement himself, taking all kinds of different jobs, coloring a ton of things. He's a killer colorist. And he's doing the art and color on negative space. And it's just like the book is just getting love everywhere he goes. And for due reason, it's like when I read that, it's like he was born to make that book. It is amazing. So fear not. It's all chemistry. When you hit that right chemistry, there's going to be magic. So I got nothing but faith for you. I know you'll do good you're already hey, doing I mean already you're doing more than most people there's an ad for Raven's dojo
1: in my fantasy comic so
0: <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry about that I no nah. I don't want to lower the tone <laughs> <laughs> it's low don't for- mention that don't forget to mention that you put that in there for Raven <laughs> it's, it's lowbrow garbage <laughs> but uh it's for peons but I love it. <laughs> But uh, no, uh, that's pretty much it. I myself haven't been up to anything noteworthy at all, like completely at all. I've been gone because of my own life craziness, uh, but I'm back. And yeah, you've done a few pages recently. I've been knocking them out, brother. I'm yeah. back. I'm back with a vengeance. So um, hopefully, I'm here to stay. Uh, I don't foresee craziness on the horizon again. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. And uh, Jim and Craig will be back. Uh, so it's all good. Um, mainly. I don't have any real news or anything to pass on. So was there anything you wanted to close out on? Uh, no, sir. All right. We <laughs> covered all the bases. All right. Well, uh, if you're still listening, thanks so much. You're the best. Uh, we will be bringing you more Savage Fincast awesomeness as soon as possible. Thanks for your patience. Thanks for listening. Nick, thank you. And take it easy, everybody. Thanks. Love, love.